This is The Peaceful Corner, Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Hello guys, welcome back to The Peaceful Corner. I hope you guys are doing wonderful well. And welcome back as we fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I hope you're, you know, ready. To, I hope you have been fellowshiping the Holy Spirit. And you're ready for today's episode. Um, Still in the, you know, our whole series, I guess we can call it that. As we're looking at the life of Hannah and going into Samuel, you know, we started first Samuel the other day. And I wanted to kind of break down, or not break down, I kind of just want to talk, discuss about like the different characters we see even in this first few verses or in this first two chapters. You know, we didn't finish reading chapter two, but, you know, in this first two chapters of Hannah and um, um, Pe- uh, Penina and Samuel. So, I mean, I guess we can... Let's 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 talk about Elkina, 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 whatever you want to call it. Um, Elkina. We're going to talk about Elkina today, and I think Elkina was, um, you know, I, I was I was I mean, Elkina was a God fearing man because I think you know if we look at how he um, organized his family, that they must go to Shiloh all the time. That was one thing I think starts to me. That I mean, from the line that wherever you know, I'm sure if you go back to the chapters, we can see whatever line that he came from. Now, I mean, he says that there were, I mean, I guess we can read from the chapter one of First Samuel, where it says there was a certain man of Ramath, Ramathiam, of uh, Ramathiam Zophim, 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 Ramathiam Zophim, sorry if I say that wrong, from the hill of the country of Ephraim called Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, 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 sorry, the son of Elihu. Elihu. The son of Tuhu, the son of Zupu or Zuf, Zuf, and an Ephraimite. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> okay, well, so many um, places that this guy's from or connected to, but you know, I'm sure, like you know, if we trace it back to a line, you know, it, it, he comes. I mean, everybody was coming from, you know, the line of like, you no, know, I mean, from after the flood, and you know, when. Shem, um, Hem, and Japhet. Yeah, after they, you know, they had their, um, they started to multiply on the earth, and then you know all the tribes started coming out from there. That's where we get the Canaanites, and right. Oh, let me not let me go not go into that because I know I have it somewhere, but I don't want to, you know, (laughs) be saying what I'm not. You know, I don't want to be saying things wrong. But anyways, um, Elkanah. Elkanah was a, a God-fearing man. We can see that. Um, that I, we can see that. I, I, well, I say that. You can see that because of... And I mean, I guess it was like part of the tradition back then. You know, and how they served God. But he... Um, I think even if you look at it, when he took... When they went to Shiloh, and he went with... say, um, And they went with um, uh, Penina and her children, and went with Hannah as well. It, it, you know, he was always prepared. He was ready. And remember, even in the part of the verse, he even talked about how he used to give Hannah more. Now, before I get into that, I'm talking about how he was God-fearing. I think, you know, because he had already been taught certain things that he knew that every year they had to go. They must go. Right? They must go. And he says in verse 3, says, This man went up from his sitting each year to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts at Shiloh at Shiloh 
every year they would go they would go and so and then verse says verse 4 says when the day came that Elkanah sacrificed he would give portions of his of the sacrificed the sacrificial meats to Penina his wife and her sons and daughters but to Hannah he would give double portion yeah because because he loved Hannah the Lord had given her no children you know but like I said Elkanah loved God that's one thing I noticed he loved God um or well you know he was even if even if he didn't necessarily love God well actually I'll say he loved God because he most definitely loved God enough to have let Hannah say that she's going to give her child back to God and he allowed it you know what I'm saying I think even I mean not that you know I mean he could actually he could have said no he really could have said no um because if we even think about if we go back then and think about the the society and the culture that they were living men were the head of well men are still the head of the home but i think in our world today we all well in the in my generation in our gen z and millennials little bit we kind of feel like you know anyways that's the story for another day but in that time um there was a lot you know placed on the man of the house and what he would allow and what he would not allow and you know things like that and the commandments and all and all that but um yeah, he loved God enough for her to for her to have said, "Okay, I'm giving this thought to God," and he might she might not have discussed it with him when she made that vow to God, but when she told him, he allowed it, and that was why he brought her brought. They were able to both even come later on when Samuel grew up, and they brought him back to the temple because they knew that he was coming to serve God. You know, now Elkanah was also a very interesting character because he loved Hannah. The Bible specifically tells us that Elkanah loved hannah yes he had penina and her children but he loved hannah he loved hannah he said because he loved hannah he would give her double portion of the sacrificial meats but she had no children now i was thinking about it i was like i think i really think that elkanah may have been going like might have gone through some things because Hannah was the first wife. Oh well, actually, it didn't really tell us who was the first wife. It didn't really, but it mentions Hannah first, so I'm assuming that she was the first wife. He said because after it says he on chapter two, he says he had two wives, one named Hannah and the other named Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had none. He went up from the city each year. So I mean, I don't know if Hannah was the first wife or not, but I'm assuming because he was the one that she mentioned first. Um, and kind of, I mean, I, I mean, even if she wasn't the first, I, you know, I, I could understand why Hannah was crying to God for a child because of society, um, and what society was saying towards her. Now, Elkanah and himself, let's say he had married Hannah first without marrying, El- um, Penina, and it was just him and Hannah. Um, he might have got also, the society might also have been like, we have a child and she doesn't have a... I mean, you have a wife and she can't even give you a child. You know, so there might be a societal pressure and, you know, maybe from family as well. And they probably even told him that just go and marry another wife and have another child. It's okay, you can have two wives. And at least if that one gives you a child, you know that you have an inheritance. You have the offspring or you have um, children to call your own and then you can leave an inheritance for them. Because I know that that was something that they believed in that time. And we still believe now to leave an inheritance for your children. It's a good thing. It's it's God, it's biblical. It's, you know, it's God, right? Um, but you know, that was probably a societal thing. You know, back then, like for for him to be like for them to pro- like 
the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. You know, I, I, I find it hard to believe because they were going to church. I mean, you know, I, did no one believe that, you know, they could, um, you know, like, you know, I, I mean, I guess because, you know, this is before Jesus comes, but they didn't believe in God enough to be like, oh, she will have a child. You know what I mean? But I think even we'll come back to human knowledge and mind. We're kind of like, oh, she might not have a child, you know, just for us to be on the safer side so that at least kind of will have children that he can even call his own. You know, let him just marry somebody else and have a, you know? Um, the doctor doesn't go in detail about who, I mean, how Hannah and Penina came to be in his life. But it just tells us that they were there. He had two wives. Two wives. But we can see that he loved one more than the other. I don't know if we get what I'm saying. He loved one more than the other. He loved, um, and I think even, I mean, obviously this is taking us to a different story, but if you even think about like Jacob, Jacob loved Rachel, right? Rachel, not Rachel. Oh, is it Rachel? <laughs> oh my God. I have to search. Um, just to be, just to make sure. Oh, I was right. Okay, Rachel. I don't know why I said second guess myself. Rachel. Jacob loved Rachel so much, right? Which is the which is what led to the Joseph being having that coat of many colors and all that, you know, because he didn't really like Leah like that, so you understand. But he loved Rachel. He truly loved Rachel. Um, and that was one that he wanted first, but then he was duped, you know. They now give him a different you get you know the story. Or if you don't know the story, that's also something we can go into. But I'm saying that he loved, you know, he loved Hannah. That's what the Bible is saying to us. He loved his love for Hannah was much. It was really much, you know, that he was doing so much for her. And he and then he would say that, you know, when when he saw Hannah crying and you know being bitter, he would ask Hannah. He said, "Am I not enough for you? Why are you crying? Right? Am I not enough for you? Why are you sad? Why are you discontent? Am I not better than ten sons?" Am I not better than ten sons? But I think in that, as much as I understand where Okana was coming from, perfectly, I think he was being he wasn't um, thinking about. Well, he was, but he wasn't right. Okay, he probably wasn't. But like you know, he wasn't thinking about how the also maybe that societal issue had also affected her as well. Because now the society knows that okay, it's not even, it's not even. Um, Alkina that is the problem rather Hannah's the one that can't have children right Hannah's the one that can't have children so society because they mocked her she says it in her prayer of thanksgiving that oh thank God that you know God has shut my mouth of my enemies right I can open my mouth boldly and you know um, they probably mocked her because they knew that she was the one that couldn't have any children because he had children with Penina sons and daughters it's not specific as to how many but he has sons and daughters so you know in that in that i mean her sadness and discontent every time she came to see was that god i need a child i need a child i need a child i need a child god please give me a child please give me a child father i need a child i cannot go through this shame and reproach anymore um, of of the what the, you see what these people are doing to me, and that's what provoked her to even go to the temple that day and start praying. 
Um, and I think I even still have to talk about Hannah. But, you know, Elkina loved Hannah. He did. He loved Hannah. I think he supported Hannah in everything, really. He doesn't necessarily tell us much, but from the way, th- you know, this is wrote, he supported Hannah. He loved her. He took care of her, you know. He would give her more. He would do extra because of the love that he had for her. Not that he didn't love, he loved Penina. Well, he probably loved, not that he didn't love Penina, but he loved Hannah more. I don't forget what I'm saying. Now, the Bible doesn't really talk too much about Akina, so you know, there's not really much else that I can really say. Um, but we do know that his love for Akina was deep. Was deep. And when they went to go and give Samuel to Eli, right, for him to go and start living in the hospital, I say in the hospital, in the, um, in the temple, he went with her and, you know, they both dedicated him to God. He dedicated him to God, and um, I'm trying to find someone. Uh, yes, but you know, Elkanah. I think Elkanah was for so for for the most part. If we were to judge Elkanah, Elkanah was a good man. He was. Um, he was he wasn't perfect but he was a good man he had to make decisions based off you know i mean well like i said the bible doesn't say this but like if we think about it he had to make decisions you know based off maybe what society was saying to him but even regardless of that you know having that second wife um he was still you know loved hannah and i think there might have even been you know well actually let me not get into that i will do a different we'll do a different episode talking about penina and hannah as well separately but i think alkana showed us that he loved god and i think it's even a good thing and a, a thing that um for myself for men listening you know that the foundation of god in the home is very important and it's not left to the woman to do all the work but rather the man of the house is supposed to take a upper hand in that because that is the priest of that house, you know, before, you know, even the, like, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Like, that is the priest of the house. Apart from the priest in the church, apart from the pastor, you are the pastor of your own house. Right? You are the pastor of your children, of your wife. You know, the the, the, the importance of that. You know, I, I feel like if Akana wasn't, if he had not learned over time, he wouldn't have been going to Silo every year and taking the ram. Apart from, maybe it was a religious thing right he still did it i don't know what i'm saying he still did it um and like i said the bible doesn't us too much about it but if we want to relate it to our life today it's important the role of god in every home is very important and even from the head of the home right prayer you know reading of the word giving and tithe and offering sowing seeds and doing as god would have us do you know is as all important things especially you know when it comes to a home and the head of the home being able to lead that and protect that because it helps everybody else fall in place helps everybody else fall in line i don't think i think i mean obviously hannah probably had her own devotion and deep relationship with god which is why she was able to even go to the extent of saying i'm going to give you my son right but um 
you know, like I said, Elkanah supported that decision. He could have he could have said no. He could have fought her against it, but he supported her. He supported that decision, you know? He did. He did. He did. Anyways, well, thank you guys for joining us here at the Peaceful Corner. God bless you all. And join us again next time. Love you. Bye.